Welcome to this week's episode of Blue by 90. This week, we talk about some recent recruiting news. Andro Anthony commits to Michigan over MSU. Uh, we have a funny five-star recruiting story about Jim Harbaugh. Um, then we touch on Lou Will's vacation from the NBA bubble. And make sure to stay tuned for our interview with Maddie Abbott. This is the University of Michigan. Welcome to Blue by 90, your Michigan Wolverines podcast. We are three dudes who talk maize and blue. I'm Kalen, joined by Jack and Roe. Guys, how are we doing this week? Doing well. Doing well. We're, we're healthy. We had a, we had a uh, little R&R in Grand Haven this weekend. Yeah, I saw you guys getting after it. Yep. Drank, well, uh, drank a lot of beer. Played a lot of there, cards. I saw Roe getting after it. I did. I did get after a little, lot of dancing in our in our own Airbnb, but yeah, dancing and stomping. That's why I'm drinking milk today instead of uh, instead of beer or liquor. I, I <laughs> actually break. heard. Oh, I'm actually still drinking beer. So. <laughs> Don't want to start going through withdrawals, you know. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are actually rumors coming out of Grand Haven that there is no beer left because we drank it all. Uh, I, I believe it, man. That was a rough day. We were drinking for, I did the math, 15 hours straight. Because, <laughs> what, we, we, I, at least I started drinking at 11. Then we went on the boat at noon. And then we were up until 3 in the morning. 16 hours <laughs> for me. For Honestly, that's the first time I've been up till 3 in the morning in a long time. That's what I was just telling Heather a second ago. It's like, dude, we're <laughs> too old for this. Seriously. Oh, good to know we got a couple alcoholics here. And I think I heard that um, you guys drank the city dry on the Blue by 90 Twitter, which is always telling straight facts. That's uh, true. Unless sometimes, you... <laughs> sometimes not so many facts, but it's fine. <laughs> Rumors. <laughs> right. Well, okay. So let's move into some of the news uh, this past week here. Um, Andre Anthony, right? East Lansing wide receiver. Um, I think he's a three-star guy, at least on 24-7 sports. He committed to Michigan, correct? Yes, sir. Yep, yep. We we plucked the kid out of East Lansing, which, you know what? I don't care if he's a three-star. That's fine. You know, maybe he's not the highest-touted guy. But I'll take any kid that is grows up in the Spartans' backyard, I'll take him if he's coming to Ann Arbor. Let's go. I know I, I, know I said this the other day. I'm glad we took him from East Lansing, and that's a victory. But it's a three-star guy. I don't care. But I hope this. I hope this hype what? train is over, and we just forget about him until three years from now when he transfers, and we're like, "Oh wait, that guy. We took him out of East Lansing, right?" Oh I, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, but I still don't care. I'll take any guy out of East Lansing. The thing too is like. I'm, I don't even want to be on your side, but to your point, we have this unbelievably deep uh, wide receiver class already, like with Xavier Worthy and some of these other guys. It's like he might not even get playing time, but how cool would it be if he did? <laughs> hey, we, we, get enough, we get enough in-season wins versus Spartans. It was time to get an off-season win, and th- that was a good one. So it's a positive, but everybody can calm down now. Hey, if it's a guy that Josh Gaddis thinks he can put out there and perform and get the wins, then I'm all for it. I'm going to celebrate every win I can. So let's go. That's true. Love it. Love it. And I I honestly think, I honestly think like it was devastating to Michigan state. No joke. Like not, this is not, I'll throw shade at Michigan state all day, any day, but this is dead serious. I think that was devastating to them. This was a guy that was in their backyard. He's actually a three-star for Michigan State right now. Again, not showing throwing shade. They needed him. They need a three-star. They didn't have like they're like ranked 70th in the country in recruiting. They're Dude. behind Miami of Ohio in recruiting. No joke. Oh. No Dude. joke. You, you are the biggest Spartan hater, and I love it. I love I, it. Because I know exactly as soon as Mike and Justin and 
both Justins. As soon as they listen to this, they're going to text me and be like, I hate that fucking guy. You <laughs> need to stop talking about us Spartans. <laughs> hey, you know what? Normally I would back them up, but this time I'm like, yeah, I mean, who cares? Hey, you know what though? Mel took Mel Tucker took that cool picture of him smoking a cigar that one time though. So they're good. They're golden here. <laughs> oh Lord. Oh, man. Oh, oh. Maybe they maybe they can move to the Mac and then they'll be number one in the uh rankings. Oh wait, no, they'd still be number two. Oh jeez. <laughs> All right, I'm done. All right, I'm He's done. Just... I'm done. <laughs> Rose Rose. <laughs> <other session>. <laughs> okay. Let's move on from that. Oh my gosh, I can like feel your hatred through the screen for them. <laughs> um, what Isaiah Wilson, right? Yeah, he saw big news from uh, from Bustin' with the Boys podcast. Yes, with him. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up what we put up on uh, on Instagram. So crazy story. And, I'm sure everybody's and heard blue by ninety dot com, and blue by ninety dot com, and blue by ninety Twitter, and blue by ninety Facebook. And Blue by 90 MySpace, which is my favorite of all. Um, well, Isaiah what, Wilson what came is out. Who, Hold on. What is what is the Blue by 90 MySpace song? Uh, Ballin' by Jim Jones. Or We Fly High. I, I, we I'm sorry. We Fly High? Okay. Or, like or Money in the Bank. What Money about Swag bank, Surfing? That's another great. It's actually Mr. Brightside, which makes <laughs> no sense. Yeah. But anyway. Well, Boys Isaiah Like Wilson. Girls by... <laughs> oh, sorry. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Wilson, who was a five-star, like number sixteen overall, twenty-seven recruiting class, who was a ninety-one percent crystal ball lean on two four seven sports to Michigan, claims the reason that he didn't come to to play play in Ann Arbor, and quoted from the podcast said, "Remember when Michigan first got the deal with Jordan? Harbaugh just wouldn't take off his cleats. He came to my in-home visit with cleats on his feet, and I have hardwood floors." And he's just walking around with cleats, bro. After that, it was over. First of all, I love the fact that Harbaugh is just that kooky and he wouldn't take his fucking cleats off. Like, like what is that? But second of all, I'm like, that's just basic manners. You walk in someone's house, you take your cleats off. Whether, you, whether you're wearing flip-flops or slides or yeah. loafers, like anything. Especially a five-star guy. I know, I mean, it could have been excused because... He ended up getting paid by Georgia to go there, or whatever it was, whatever the rumors are. But that that is just a hilarious Harbaugh story. Dude, I'm gonna come in to defend Harbaugh a little bit here. Have you ever been to somebody's house and you like walk in with your shoes on and they go like, "Hey, can you take your shoes off?" Or have you been to somebody's house and gone, "Is this a shoes on house, a shoes off house? What do you want me to do?" Yeah, every time. So how are you gonna defend Harbaugh? So then why, where's the kid going like, hey, can you take your shoes off? Or well, his says, mom or dad going. He says hey, Harbaugh just wouldn't take off his cleats. So he so said, I feel like that's hey, Jim, insinuating. can you take your shoes off? And Jim went, I'm not taking my shoes off. <laughs> what? But also, but also, that could be something where Harbaugh never asked the question when he walked in. He just kind of walked in with his cleats on. And then nobody said anything. And then nobody said anything. And there's like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I I I put this on our on our Twitter too. All it made me think of was the old Under Armour click clack commercial. Do you remember oh, yeah. that? Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. It's, it's like just Harbaugh just click clacking through. Like how <laughs> awkward would that be if if everyone's like, uh, he's he's walking to the bathroom, click. Clack, clack, clack. <laughs> like he, he's got to know like hey i i should probably take these off he's making a statement well didn't you say that or in the same interview didn't the kid also say that he decommitted from alabama because nick saban <laughs> didn't give him a hug when he yeah committed? and that's the thing too after he said that taylor lawan who's one of the hosts and former michigan guy he was like so you're pretty sensitive huh bro <laughs> i don't know what he said after that but i started dying when i heard him say that oh my gosh that's hilarious yeah apparently that story was wild too like he committed saving uh shook his hand instead of yeah, giving he said, him a hug I said, he do- said he went open he went for the hug spread his arms and then Saban put his hand out and he was just like what the fuck and apparently he like decommitted right away i don't know he literally wow. decommitted like right there apparently which is just wild that wild. is insane dude also, these kids five star guy i'm like if i'm going for a hug you're gonna give me a hug you know <laughs> yeah big ass dude i think what is he six seven three fifty 
he ended up being like a first round pick as a lineman. And ima- imagine this, he was a right tackle. So that would have meant if he came to Michigan, all of our linemen would have got drafted. That's wild. Crazy. Actually, that's crazy to think about. Yeah. Holy crap. Jeez. If only <laughs> Jim could take his damn cleats off. I know, I know man. I'm like, fuck. That's, a, that's kind of pre Madonna, though. <laughs> I know. Real. Do you even want the kid if he's like, I, well, the hug thing, I would be like, that's. He's a pre-Madonna. I mean, that's, that was weird. I like I I get the cleat thing, I feel like. The cleat thing is anybody, weird. Even when people come into, like, our condo and they wear their shoes, I'm, like, looking what at them. Like, like, what are you doing? <laughs> come on. Basic yeah. manners. Basic manners here. Take your shoes off. Uh, just the image of, of cleats on a hardwood floor, like, walking around. Oh, my like, God. Cringy, man. It's it like, is. bro, you know better. You're an adult. Right. Come on now. So, yeah. And why? What did they just get? Like, did they just get off the practice field? Jim, can you wear just some regular J's, like, up right. to a recruiting visit? Where's some, wear the Air Monarchs, like every other dad in America. Uh, <laughs> the freshest yeah. shoes of all time. I want some so bad. <laughs> no. Okay. Let's move on. What was our last topic we want to touch on? Strip club. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, Lou Will. Lou Will said he, okay, so who knows the real story? I so he, get the order mixed up. So he left the bubble because he had to deal with some family business. I'm not sure exactly what it was. I want to say it was a funeral. I think it was um, a funeral, yeah. So he had to go back to Georgia, I believe. But while he was gone, he went to go. The story started off. He went to Magic City, which is like a famous strip club, and they're actually really well known for their wings as 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 well as the strippers. Um, but he went there, and apparently he got carryout wings from Magic City. So that became like a headline. Now I saw then, the picture, can we, and the can food we stop? looked awesome. Yes, the wings looked incredible. Oh, but wait. can we stop at just at just the fact that this strip club is known for their takeout wings? <laughs> hey, hey, now deja vu. The best popcorn I have ever had in my entire life. I swear to God. I swear to God. It's like, if you think you've had the best popcorn you've ever had, go to Deja Vu and Ypsilanti, and I swear to God, it's worth the $20 cover just to get your popcorn from there because it's the best popcorn Dude, I've ever had. I feel had like the popcorn. popcorn there is like, make popcorn in the microwave, then just like dump salt good. all over it. I love my salt. That might be it. I just love my sodium. I'm going to die at 32. <laughs> Hopefully, yeah, Mrs. Deja Vu. <laughs> Hopefully, Mrs. Sheil over there isn't listening. <laughs> no, she knows. I've told her. I was like, "You want good popcorn? We gotta do it. We gotta go date each other. It's a twenty dollars cover, but we'll eat our worth of popcorn." <laughs> Can you yeah, like, so, so this Friday, I, I'm thinking of taking you out for a date night. So, I'll, it'll, it'll be a surprise. Okay, honey. Okay, let's go. Walk oh, over. Deja vu. <laughs> Honey, I got you a perfect meal, too. We got a whole basket full of popcorn. So, uh, fun fact, a lot of my old co-workers in the Metro Detroit area talked about Pantheon had amazing lamb chops. I said, no way. They sent me a picture, and it was like a chef-cooked lamb chops at a strip club. I, I can't say I've ever eaten at a strip club like that why are these places known for these meals this is incredible it's weird i don't know i was i was listening to the three point podcast um and one of the guys says his his like coworkers or his buddies that work in atlanta apparently they go to magic city for lunch like their lunch break they'll go to magic city get takeout and just like that's their lunch do they so, get like, dances the at the same time i don't know but going back to that yes okay. so it started off um, he was just getting carry out, got some wings and people were like backing him up. Like, yeah, the wings are good. La da da da. And then rapper Jack Harlow, apparently a picture is leaked from either. He put it on his Instagram story or something where he took a selfie with Lou will inside the strip club. And then it kind of built from there. And then after that, one of the strippers said she gave him a dance, social distancing, but which means he was, he was there. He was hanging out. At the strip club, he didn't just go in for carry out. He was in there and he was and he was enjoying himself. Which, Wait, 
is fine. Wait, but dude, okay. you're supposed to be in the bubble and like, come on. Wait, what is what is a social distanced <laughs> strip dance? Six I was feet gonna away. ask the same thing. Six yeah. feet away. Apparently. So it's just looking at somebody six feet away, gyrating their body. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Interesting. Okay. That's the life we live now. It's a whole new world. It is a whole new world. I did see there was I this was at the beginning of COVID and quarantine and something and something, but I saw on the internet that they were doing like drive through dances at one of the strip clubs. I can't I don't even remember where it was, but like they were just like in a glass box and you could drive through and watch and throw dollar bills on them. Okay, for real. Okay. So drive through dances. Are you guys going? Depends on what kind of food they got. (laughs) <laughs> that's a great question or a great answer can i eat wings popcorn and lamb chops in the car while i drive through <laughs> then i'm in oh my God. might not even look up for my food though <laughs> yeah no i'm crushing those wings oh man oh, oh those are great answers guys okay let's cut it there um and so make sure everybody you stay tuned for our interview with Michigan, former Michigan volleyball player, Maddie Abbott, uh, which should be coming up next. So stay tuned for that. All right, Maddie, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me, guys. I'm super excited to be on. For sure. Yeah. Are you, you know, you're still in Ann Arbor. This is kind of our take two, I know. So we're, we're going over information again. <laughs> But yes, pretend st- you've never heard these questions before. Right? <laughs> I'm still in Ann Arbor. Like I said, I just can't seem to close the yearbook. I just love this place too much to leave. What's your favorite bar in Ann Arbor? Oh, my gosh. I mean, it depends what you're looking for, you know? Like, I will say that I've always been a skeeps girl. Like, I just... <laughs> I once said that if I die, just like <laughs> throw my ashes at Skeeps. <laughs> I've been known to say that, but um, I would say like as I've grown up, actually JD was the one who told me about Bills and I started going there like right when I turned 21. Um, that's a favorite. I love Dom's. Like I just, I love, love, love Dom's. Um, I think those are kind of, I loved Ann Arbor Brewing Company, but that's gone now. Yeah, dude. That was like that, my favorite spot. Heather yes. and I went to, so that's where Heather and I went to. We went to a corner brewery in Ipsy. So it's AB, it's Arbor Brewing, just their Ipsy location. Oh, but, uh, I need to for, for anybody listening, if Maddie refers to me as JD, oh. this is Jack. You know, <laughs> we, I've got a lot of different names floating out there. So if any, just so there's no confusion. But yes, I'm glad that I'm the person that told you about Bill's. I'm kind of disappointed that I was the first one, but I'm I'm proud to hold that honor. Well, it was because I wasn't like 21. I don't think I was 21 yet. Like I think I was still. Yeah, you were probably because you were. Well, no, you were a senior when you first started working at OTF, right? I don't know. I think none of my friends like were doing like we're going to Bills. Like it was just kind of like a time where people were still just like not casually drinking like that. So. So Rowan, Rowan and I had this conversation a while ago where it was like, we kind of split it up into college bars versus like when we're an adult, like what's our favorite bar. And like, I think we had the same answers. I said, Skeeps, of course. And then, um, as an adult, like bills, beer grotto. Yes. Awesome spots. More more like Heidelberg. Yeah. More the main street areas. I was going to say, like, I think that I've been going to grotto way more because bills has been so busy that I can't even like get in half the time. So I've just been going to grotto. That's where we're missing Rush Street, which just filled yeah. that niche, right? Um, it was like, oh, it was so good. Maddie, I don't know if I ever told you about Rush, but it was the best bar in Ann Arbor. Like, if it was still here, like, literally, you, you and Ben, like, all those guys, like, everybody would love it. it. It was very underrated and just not super well-known by the college like, crowd. It was kind of like the skeeps of Main Street a little bit, like, it was the For end adults. of the night type. For yeah, adults. it was like the end of the night, but it yeah. still had a DJ and a dance floor. Like that's not that does. It was. I mean, it was right on Main Street. What's uh, it's the, the Blue place? Llama Jazz Club now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've heard so. Like I, everyone says that, and I'm always like, where even was that? Yeah. Okay. Right where Blue yeah. Llama was, but yeah, I think it shut down what three, four years ago. Yeah, maybe less. R.I.P. 
Great spot. Oh, I'm sure I would have loved it. Yeah, but yeah. Babs, Babs is actually another one of my favorites. Oh, yeah. Babs is solid. Can't really dance to Babs, though. No. So that's why Pretzel Bell is like... Yeah. So what's the opinion on Pretzel Bell? Yeah, give, enlighten us. <laughs> I love Pretzel Bell. Um, I think that it's fun for, like, drinks and games. But for me, like, like a like I'm having a really fun night. I'm not going to pretzel well. <laughs> what? I don't know Man. why. Like I just like never. I don't know. Like I've had some like great memories there, but I never like have like a blast. Do you know what I mean? You're well, too you, cool for us now. Yeah, you haven't hung out with us there. That's your first problem. But. <laughs> no, I haven't. That's probably why. But like I don't know. I think my parents. My parents love pretzel balls, so I think that I just associate it with that too. Like I just. Good. I don't know. This it's episode a- brought to you by Pretzel Bell. <laughs> I'm officially sponsored, yes. Oh, God, sorry. Or or any other <laughs> bar. Or any other bar that we just mentioned that would like to sponsor us, too. We'll take any of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move into some of our more formal questions here. Um, so, Michigan Volleyball, among other sports teams, just passed voluntary workouts due to covid sorry just paused voluntary workouts due to covid how do you think the players and coaches are handling the situation what would you do uh if you were on the team you know i obviously i'm like so close with a lot of the girls that are on the team and i just feel for them um it's just tough i feel like not even from an athletic perspective like to keep like having these kind of like I don't know, deadlines or dates, like keep getting pushed back and back and like not really knowing having this great, like unknown, I think is just stressful for anyone. And then when you look at like an athletic schedule, that's just, I can't even imagine being in their shoes. Um, I don't know. I feel for them because they got their spring canceled, which obviously volleyball is a fall sport and spring is really, really important in terms of like, freshman development and just like growing as a team and like really being able to like work out those kinks um I would say for me like my freshman spring was like the biggest transformational like phase in my life just like personally and like athletically and like it was just a huge growing time for me so I feel bad that they didn't get that and then now like they're still kind of facing all this stuff um you know another aspect of it is that like the big 10 for volleyball is like so competitive. And so for us, like preseason is really big for us to like boost our RPI and to get those numbers up before we head into, you know, the, the battleground basically. So, you know, thinking about can- canceling non-conference games, that's a big, big deal for the program too. So I feel for them. I, you know, they're all great girls. I'm sure they're keeping it in perspective and just knowing that at the end of the day, it's a sport and, their health and like is more important than that, but it's hard to keep things in perspective. I think for sure, I feel for them. Now, what is what is RPI? I'm not a volleyball expert uh, by any means. I don't even know what it stands for. I'm <laughs> such an idiot. What is it? It's like your. It's just like a ranking, right? Like, it, uh... yeah, it's a ranking that determines. I don't know what it stands for, but it determines um, your strength of schedule. So, oh. Okay. If you're beating, like, like your RPI will be different than your actual ranking. So if you're beating a team that like wins their conference but is not D1 or not not D1 but like isn't a high program, like you're gonna get a boost from that. Mm-hmm. Let's say you lose to like a really bad team in the Big Ten who has like obviously great teams. Like it just tries to like balance out. Like if you have like a weaker schedule or a stronger schedule, I don't know if that makes sense. Ah, oh, okay. Good to know. Yeah. <laughs> and Maddie, obviously you played volleyball, right? So I'm a pretty superstitious guy. When I played baseball, like I, I kind of went through the same routine every day. I, I went through a period where I only ate famous bowls from KFC prior to a game <laughs> because I had one good game after I ate a famous bowl. So did you have a pregame routine that you stuck with every that you stuck with every game? Are you superstitious? Kind of like walk us through your pregame, uh, how it worked when you played volleyball, at Michigan. I would agree. I think I'm pretty. I'm superstitious. Um, 
I don't know if that's because my dad was a baseball player and I've been around that. I feel like baseball is so superstitious. Um, but they do a pretty good job of trying to actually like structure that within our game days. So we don't have to think too much about it. Like we pretty much have the same schedule. Um, wake up. I would like wake up, get a coffee. We have a serve and pass kind of like a shoot around for basketball. Um, in the morning they would get us bagels. I always had like a blueberry bagel with strawberry cream cheese, (laughs) super healthy. Um, (laughs) we'd have that, we'd have serve and pass, which I loved. Um, that was like one of my favorite parts about playing volleyball. Just like so fun. I feel like to be in the gym in the morning and like, I don't know, the anticipation of the night. Um, that was like one of my favorite times. Um, after that, what would I do? I, I'm a big, well, a big runner. I don't know. If I'm a great runner, but I, I do like to run. So after that, I'd usually um, go for around like three mile run, shower. We'd have another meal. We had the same thing every time: chicken, green beans, mashed potatoes, and have sounds another- like a famous bowl, kind of. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Add add the corn in there. You're good. Oh, we sometimes had corn too. Sometimes. Perfect. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. Um, I have a question for you. So. With volleyball in Michigan, you play in two different arenas sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what was better for – or what did you like better, Cliff Keen Arena or when you guys went into the, the big – into Chrysler Center? Yeah. That's a good question. Um, I don't know. I just – I love both. Like, I think Cliff Keen was nice just in terms of, like, convenience and, like, feeling like a true home court advantage just because, like, that's where we practice and, you know, like – it sounds kind of crazy, but in, like for me, in terms of like serving, like if you are in a smaller space, it's easier to, like to see the court almost, and then it's like a field. You know what I mean? If you're on a bigger field, it's gonna look different from that perspective. So it always took a little while to get adjusted to Chrysler in terms of like that sense. But I mean, you just really cannot top playing in Chrysler. Like it was just incredible. Like to be able to come through that tunnel and like really see how many people would show up for like women's volleyball was so cool. And they would always try to do it for big games for us. Like every year I played, they would kind of increase that amount of games that we got. Cause we're pretty volleyball is a pretty popular sport um, in terms of the big 10. So we got pretty much like all of our big games were in Chrysler my senior year, which was just incredible. I mean, it's like goosebumps kind of stuff. I'm kind of shocked you said Chrysler. Because personally, I'm a, I'm a guy too. where where I would like Cliff Keen, right? That's who you guys played, yeah. Cliff Keen. So, like, just a more intimate feeling when you're it's when you're loud. right there. The crowd is right around you. Uh, yeah, I know. I know what you're saying. Totally. I mean, I like both of them. I don't know. Like, I I guess <laughs> I, Cliff Keen was like home. Like, we wanted to be there. It was just comfortable. But then Chrysler always kind of like took your breath away and made you kind of like step back sometimes and actually think about like, what am I actually doing? And like, I'm playing for Michigan and wearing this Jersey and um, Chrysler's different too, because you, you kind of get more people who aren't just volleyball fans. Like Cliff Keen, you kind of get a, a younger crowd of people who like kind of know volleyball. And so sometimes it's a little less exciting sometimes it's more exciting because like they know the game but in chrysler you get a lot of fans who just like want to be in chrysler and they kind of like hype up these events so it's kind of fun to have like a new energy as well i also think that you can do in chrysler like you've got the video board you can do some more music and lights and i don't know if you know this but my girlfriend's kind of she like runs the game days and stuff for you guys and so like wait who's it my girlfriend is Jacqueline Crummy. She's a event. What? I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> She's like the coolest ever. I love her. Oh my gosh. It's like so rad. Um, but yeah, like she loves it, obviously, when you guys are able to go into Chrysler because then, like, it's an actual production. There's just so much more to it. And, yeah. you know, they can, which is cool for you guys, especially because. Pretty much every guy, every time you guys are in Chrysler now, you're on either Big Ten Network or ESPN or something. So it's like 
there's a whole added element to it, right? Which is pretty cool. Kalen, really you know what we need to do is anytime Justin brings up that Jacqueline works for <laughs> production for, for Michigan, we need to start like, they know each other. every episode, every episode. Well, I don't know if you know I... this, but oh, my girlfriend works for <laughs> guys i'm not that cool so i have to hype up the like cool yeah. person that i associate myself with she's so cool she i need to talk to her actually because speaking of that i forgot about this but so they did like a big like video promo thing like for our senior year which was awesome like it was so fun but they did like one of those like superlative videos that was like out of the three seniors you know like who's most likely or whatever like one of those things and it was um you know, they did a bunch of really, like, cool ones. Like, it was, like, who's, like, most likely to be president? Like, who's, like, most likely to, like, I don't know, run the world? And then they did um, who's most likely to, like, have their own reality TV show? And, of course, like, I was the only one. <laughs> for all the other ones, it's, like, really sporadic, like, different names. And then for this one, it was, like, Maddie, 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 Maddie. <laughs> We'll, we'll have to find that and use that as our preview for your for your episode. Oh yeah, actually, I actually need to talk to her because I really want to like get that video. It was so we were like we would get in trouble if we like looked up and were watching the videos like during our huddles, and so like I'm sitting there probably getting like roasted like hearing the name like over and over. I'm like trying not to laugh, but oh my god, it was so funny. And you guys, you did do that, that you had the really cool friends photo shoot, right? Was that, that was you guys? For me, but that was cool. Oh, sorry. Sorry. No, no, it was really cool. That yeah, was, girl. I think, yeah. My bad. My Come bad. on, bro. Your girlfriend works for the. Michigan I know. I should know this. Stuff. You should know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a cool idea. But during no, your. Sound... Oh, go for it, Jack. I was saying, I was saying during your time with. Um with volleyball at Michigan, did you have a favorite memory, favorite moment uh, from, from that time or? Yeah. I mean, such a loaded question. I would say in terms of like small things, like I just miss, you know, being in a gym and like being in a locker room. Um, I think you like take that playing sports, like throughout my whole life. I think I took that for granted. And when I didn't have that, you know, I think everyone says the same thing. Like it's just, like, whoa, that's kind of a weird feeling to, like, not have a place to, like, always feel like you can just, like, speak your mind or, I don't know, connect with people. But um, I miss that. I miss just, like, competing. I don't know. It sounds crazy. I'm not even – I don't even consider myself to be that competitive. But I miss just, like, I don't know, winning sometimes. <laughs> like, it sounds crazy. But I think I need to find a new outlet for that to like get that validation um but in terms of like really specific like favorite memory I would say probably we beat Wisconsin at Wisconsin and they were a little bit of a rival for us my senior year and they were ranked really high like they were one of the highest teams in the Big Ten they were ranked I think fifth in the country at that point wow and we it was one of those things I, I say that I'm like, <laughs> I'm like slightly telepathic. Like I have this like <laughs> sense sometimes and I swear, like I woke up and I was like, I know we're going to win this game. Like I just have this feeling and I just like felt good. It was just one of those days where like everything was clicking and I had a really great game. So that always helps, you know, in terms of like what your favorite memory is, but it was, it was just the most fun like atmosphere to just like kind of make this whole huge gym really silent and to get that win was really big for our team in terms of just like momentum but also like ranking wise it really really helped us and kind of made us a respected power in the big 10 i i can see where the reality tv show stuff comes in now i can see like <laughs> your your intro it's like hi i'm maddie abbott and I'm telepathic. I know. <laughs> I know. You're so right. That's so sad. Like, <laughs> so sad. I just, I think I watch too much reality TV because I start to, like, emulate these people and it's just bad. <laughs> now, we're doing so much travel to all these different places and 
obviously beating Wisconsin at Wisconsin, that's had to have been awesome to just be on the court and be like, yeah, that's right. But uh, which, what was your favorite away uh, games to like play at? Yeah. Um, I love this question because I feel like it makes me reflect and like actually think about games where they all kind of like blur together sometimes. But um, I loved playing at Penn State because it's just an iconic volleyball program. I mean, it's just like great school too, but in terms of volleyball, men's and women's, like they've produced so many Olympians and just like great players and their coach is kind of a legend. So um, playing in that gym, there's just banners like literally throughout the whole thing. And they have a really, really dedicated fan base that knows volleyball. Like they like, change the way the game goes almost they're so in tune um so i loved i loved playing there um where else did i love playing we just gotta like go to some different schools that like i'd never seen not even in terms of just like volleyball but like we got to play at unc and duke which i just feel like that's just so dope like they're (laughs) just those schools are just so cool um the one place that I we hated playing was Maryland. I'll tell you that much. Like it was the worst place to play. Just a miserable experience all around. So we were always <laughs> glad to get the win and just get out of there quickly. Why is that? Just a terrible fan base, or just like nothing to do in the area? Or they have the smallest, like kind of like bubble gym that um, it like it's they have their their band stand literally like on the court pretty much which gets crazy loud and like just it's an intense environment it's fun because it gets like rowdy but yeah it's just one of those places that you're like i just i don't know about this <laughs> get me out of here yeah as soon as possible <laughs> so i'm glad i'm glad you brought up penn state because i remember when i was probably high school maybe earlier in college where penn state was like they were the team like they were Alabama's foot. They were Alabama in football and they were, you know, the Patriots in the NFL. Like they were unreal, always top of the country. Are they, are they still that way now? Yeah, they are. I mean, there's like, I, they're still always like the top of the big 10. Um, they're not like number one anymore. Like they like used to be, but it's really only because the big 10 is so good. Like, yeah, there's actually a statistic that like basically says it's harder to win the Big Ten than it is to win a national championship because you're going up against basically all of the best teams. Um, but I mean, you have Minnesota, Nebraska. I mean, Nebraska is like incredible. Stanford, obviously, Pac-12. But you have a couple other teams that have kind of snuck into the top, top, like number one, number two. But Penn State is still up there. <laughs> <laughs> you were done talking, you know. I mean, she gets perfect pour. Should we just on camera? Everyone's pouring their beers now, I guess. Look at that. Beautiful. Is that the most perfect pour you guys have oh, ever seen wow. in your entire life? Look at the beer plug wow. in there. Pretty have talented. You guys, have you guys had these uh, these truly lemonades? No, because truly is awful. Good though. I okay. I'm actually a white claw guy, so but. Don't be a hater, Jack. Um, by you. <laughs> these true, these truly lemonades. It's a strawberry lemonade. It's very good, very good. I've heard they're good. I've kind of moved on to um, high noons. Ooh, oh, the nooners are big, nooners are real good. Big bar still gal. What do you say? I've never had that. What is a high noon gal? El Presidente selling you on the high noons? Oh no 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 no! He didn't. <laughs> I don't know. I think I just drank too many white claws. Like I can have like one or two now, but I kind of tapped out a little bit. What about the new variety pack? I drink too many of those too. (laughs) (laughs) We'll find something for you, Maddie. There's a new Holland Brewing Company. If you stop there on your way up uh, this weekend, really? They have yeah. They've got new like mixed drinks and cans. They had um. Hold on, let me try to find this photo. But like for me, they've got like bourbon and coke. They've got. Wait, Let me find these. Like they look out awesome. out. Larry, brand. Larry Lage keeps posting like these like like pictures of like drinks from the Lost Word. Have you seen those? 
Yes, Ooh. I think it's the same thing. Like similar, oh, okay. very very similar. But I don't. Um, I saw it one time. I saw it one time. What did he? Hold on. So like, but it was a can thing, right? Yeah, it was a can. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So similar thing. So let me. Okay. So here's a photo. Don't worry. We'll just wait for you, Jack. Go ahead. <laughs> wait. This is my show, right? Like I can just, like, wait as long as I want. Um, okay. So they've got blueberry gin lemonade, Ooh. Holland Mule, bourbon cola, and rum punch. They're all nine percent, and they're all in a can. Nine percent. Nice. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wow. So bro, we're gonna have to try to find those when we go up to Grand Haven. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll be there on the side of the state. Oh, that's the plan. I hope to die. I don't want to come back, you know? Burn my body in Grand Haven. And then like, take Skeeps. my ashes to Skeeps, you know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, Maddie. Well, we're obviously way off the rails. I'll try to reorient this <laughs> somewhat back into, you Thank know, God for Kalen, or into reality. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. So generally... We talk a lot of football. We sometimes veer off into basketball, but generally we're pretty much mainly football. Um, do you have like a favorite tradition to spend like a football Saturday at Michigan? Um, well, it's kind of weird because like throughout my four years, we play on Saturdays too. So we never got to go to games, which was the one downfall of being a Michigan volleyball player. But um, every year we usually got about one or two games that we could go to, which was awesome. Um, I would say, and this year, obviously I, I was not an athlete. I was just in school, so I got to experience it, but I would say, you know, just a good tailgate, head to, um, a good lunch, probably some fried food and then probably, okay. I'd say like, I go to like one or two games a year, but most of the time I'm pretty content with just going back to my couch and. I actually I like football. Like I actually like watching the game. So like for me, I'd rather like just chill and like watch from my TV most of the time. Um, That's like, so yo- reasonable. Yeah, that, that is. I'm not mad at I, that. I was going to say we'd have a good time talking about the games, but I'm kind of disappointed that you said you had time to stop for lunch before <laughs> the game started between the tailgate. What I, are you doing, man? I know. Come on. I I think that I just wasn't groomed for like the tailgate, like lifestyle because like I didn't start doing as a freshman because we just couldn't so like I think that I never like learned how to do it so then when I tried to it was like just I mean should I I, should I start like the Justin Rowe school of tailgating you should you should we can start scholarships you know bring bring in kids on their like high school visits their their college (laughs) visits when they're like a senior (laughs) come on over we're gonna think Honestly, we're gonna get you up at six AM playing the fight song and we're gonna start you know, shotgun a beer right away. I I I probably shouldn't be talking about just giving alcohol to minors, but <laughs> we'll cut that. We'll oh cut my that. god. So Twenty one and up. All right. Betty, yeah. I feel like I've been a bad friend. Sure if, I have, if, if I have never invited you to one of Justin Rose tailgates, I've been a bad friend. He <laughs> Literally, I swear to God, he has one of the best tailgates I've ever been to. Like he, the dude lives for fucking tailgate. Oh, he will. He'll go to bed Thursday night, have his truck packed, sleep all day Friday, wake up at one a.m. on Saturday, get the tailgate all set up, we'll be, do a we'll couple be ready of text by himself, and then he's and he's ready to go back. By the time everybody shows up, you know, well, you'll, that'll be a road trip from Chicago that you'll have to. Yes. Make. Wait, is that like the the tailgate that you would always go to? Yes. Yeah. I'm bummed that I never made it. Hannah, Sam, like that whole crew, dude. I know. Yeah, Sam. Sam is like the party starter too. He really is. (laughs) Sam Sam gets a shout out on our podcast once a week for sure. Every week, (laughs) just for his twerking. (laughs) Sam deserves a shout out literally every day. Like you know that he is just like being a ray of somewhere at all times. He's gonna love. He's gonna love this. <laughs> We're just gonna compile all of our Sam comments over the whole season. So I guess Maddie to expand to expand on the tailgating because that's a big thing for us. Um, did you ever do frat tailgates, or was it always like golf course, or like whenever you whenever you did do it? How how did you spend a tailgate day? Like 
would you prefer one one way over the other? Like if you could describe your ideal tailgate, how would you do it? I mean, mine was definitely like I definitely never had really like the nice golf course experience. Like if I was tailgating, I was like going to a frat or going to like a big athlete. There's one specific sport team that usually has a disgusting event. Um, (laughs) How proud you are of this event. (laughs) Remain anonymous, but um, usually went to that. And then somehow, I don't even know. Then the day just took me from there. But yeah, I, I never had like the nice experience of like the golf course or like, I feel like that's like elite tailgating. And I like never got that. I'm glad you think that. I'm glad like that is known among Michigan students. I mean, especially yeah. athletes, because it is. It is the best of the best. Yeah. Anytime you're on a tail, because if you're on a tailgate in the golf course, there's literally people just like, boom, 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 just stacked up next to you. And you yeah. can just kind of hop around. you got friends everywhere. There's always food. It's, yeah. That's the way to do it. I know. I think that I'm ready for that stage in my life now. Like, I think that that's well, what I need. Sadly enough, you're old like us now, so you, you kind of have to. Yeah, I'm just at that point. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd like Ro to jump in here, too, because there is a bit of a difference between being on the golf course and being in the blue lot, right? Ooh, VIP. There is. Yeah. I mean, the, the golf course is like party central for yeah. sure. Like Jack just said, you can go from one to the other, which I know frats obviously are like party, party, party central, but there's still a lot of partying going on in the golf course. But we do go to the blue lot a little bit, the Chrysler parking lot. Okay. I mean, it's a little VIP, I'd say, and, yeah. you know, a little exclusive. Um, did you, you know, uh, did I, you tell them that your girlfriend works for, <laughs> I don't know if anybody has heard that before, you get a but I, pass? I get a couple parking passes. We're good to go. I make sure to ask for extras so we can like have our tailgate be three parking spots. wide. <laughs> <laughs> but, but I mean, it still gets ratchet in there. At least at uh, mine, at least at, at our tailgate. Oh yeah. I, good. I absolutely love it. I feel like a bunch of my, like, dad's buddies all, like, now have started to, like, kind of move into that and, like, have the spaces and it always does seems... Has your, your dad, does he come back to any games or tailgates or anything like that? Yeah, he does. He, um, like, when I was playing, he would try to coordinate it with, like, our schedule. So, like, you know, find a good game, like, for both teams, but... Um, now my sister's playing water polo here, so he kind of has the same luxury of being able to have an excuse to come back. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, he, I mean, is like the biggest Michigan fan of all time. I mean, I know you guys are like Michigan fans, but like he's, he, he would be on your level. Like MGo Blue, not MGo Blue. What is it? MGo Blog. Is that yeah. the yeah. 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 Bluebyn90.com, I think is what you meant to say. Yeah, yeah. WolverineDigest.com. <laughs> he's all over everything, so he's a diehard fan. Love it. That's Love the goal. It. We get, we gotta get Jim out here. We gotta get Jim out for a tailgate, you and that. that would be a great time. I just want to chug a beer with Jim Abbott. That would be like, <laughs> like, like life goal right there. <laughs> but I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad we brought that up. So I mean, you come obviously you come from an athletic family. Don't quote me on this, but you're. Mom played on college, correct? Yeah, basketball. Yeah. Yeah, and where at? She played at UC Irvine, UCI. Okay, so so your mom played basketball. Jim obviously was a legend at Michigan. I mean, All American, think Golden Spikes Award, drafted eighth overall uh, in the MLB draft. You played at Michigan. Your little sister plays is currently on the water polo team at Michigan. Who's the athlete out of your family? Oh my gosh. Well, I mean, I, I guess I would have to say my dad. I mean, <laughs> the guy that did throw no hitter like in Yankee Stadium. But um, I, my sister and I have this joke. Like, I can't say her because, like, she's an incredible water polo player. And, like, water polo is by far the hardest sport I think of, like, literally anything. Like, those girls are in the most phenomenal shape. And, like, to swim and tread water and, like, Dude. They kick the shit out of each other under the water. Too. Yeah, wrestling underwater while not drowning. I mean, it's just 
incredible the stuff they do but I mean the girl like is just she's a fish like she can't do anything on land so <laughs> I, I can't say her <laughs> oh man my mom's my mom's a great athlete too very competitive um but my dad is just like a phenomenal athlete like he's a great golfer he's just like good at everything you know what I mean like he's good at like bowling or like what whatever it is like he's gonna win like he just like picks it up and then it's, it. yeah. he's it's a just, natural yeah yeah for sure dude honestly i thought you were gonna say ella because put me in water i'm drowning like I don't, oh like, yeah put a life jacket on me i'm drowning i, I cannot <laughs> save my life. i am a land animal and that's where i that's where i thrive you know like don't yeah. put me in the water it is bad news I know. I feel, I mean, the stuff that like they do is seriously like, I mean, when we're like, we have a cottage in Northern Michigan and when we're up there, we try to like, you know, get a little workout and she'll take me through like some of her swim workouts. I mean, it is like, I can't do it. Like it's impossible. It's so hard. And I, I just don't know how they even like do the stuff they do. It's not fair. To be honest. It's really impressive. <laughs> no, yeah, it's, a, it's swimming workouts are definitely no joke. No joke. Oh, I do have a question sticking with your dad as the topic here. I'm sure you've heard, like, there are a million stories about him out there, right? Like, you've probably heard plenty from himself mm-hmm. and, you know, his friends. Uh, is there one that sticks out? Like, what's the best one you've heard? Maybe not even from him, from one of his friends or somebody else, like, about him. Oh, my gosh. I feel like there's some good ones. Well, uh, in ter- well I don't even know. In terms of, like, baseball or in just terms of, like, life or, like, Michigan or, like, anything? The best one. Whatever. Best one you got. Give us a couple. Or, or I mean, you can do yeah. one from each, each uh, segment. There's yeah. so many good ones. Uh, um, us, just list them off. Top five. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think of like some, someone. Well, he's from Flint, so I feel like that's a a big part of him that sometimes people Local like dude. about. Um, so he talks a lot about his childhood and like being from Flint is something that's like super important to him. So, and my grandparents are obviously from Flint and they live up here too, and um, so I get a lot of those stories. Um. It's kind of funny to get asked this question because I wasn't expecting it. Like, usually I get asked, like, kind of the opposite. Like, you know, like, what's, like, the most inspirational, like, thing you've heard about him or something like that. Like, <laughs> so it's kind of funny to think of the opposite because, like, yeah, <laughs> is, like, people think he's, like, a saint. And he is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, there is one story he's told about. I mean, he's gotten in a lot of trouble, I feel like. He, oh, um, good, good. <laughs> was going some, he was underage and like changed his ID, like birthday with like a pencil. I guess you could do that at some point. Like when I, <laughs> he did that and like he was in Flint and I guess it was like right when he was like kind of like, kind of becoming like a, a known figure just in like a small town, you know, like sporting way. And he went to like five beer or something and the guy was like, I'm calling the cops. And like, I think what? and like, it was a whole thing. Like went to jail. I'm pretty sure <laughs> like really bad. And like my grandpa is like a teddy bear now, but I think he was pretty rough back in the day, like a pretty intimidating figure and they had to go home and tell him. And it was like a whole thing. Um, I feel like there's like other good ones. I was going to say like, I mean, I mean, I'm not, I'd like to think of myself as a good person, but, and I think this would be a good person move. Like I'd, I'd see your dad just being a, a living legend and be like, ah, you know what, whatever. Like just take it. I'm not, not going to call the cops on you. Like with him, I feel I'd like, be like, Hey, like don't do it again. You know? Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that. My mom and I always say this because it's just like, anno- like going anywhere with him is just a different experience. Like not even just cause he's like a well-known guy, but just like people have like, a real emotional like connection to him a lot of people like I mean clearly he's like such an inspirational like figure but a lot of people you know like I think watched him growing up and like have family members who have you know maybe have a disability or, or just in some way he's inspired them um so I think there's that connection that people have but 
like literally anywhere we go, like we'll go to dinner here and it's like, people start bringing out like appetizers on appetizers on appetizers and like, try this and try this. And like, go <sighs> to the gym. and then I go like the next night and I have like horrible service or something. Like that, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes like my mom and I are just like, are you kidding me? Or like, I feel like he just gets out of things because of like who he is, which is sometimes it's nice when you're with him, but other times, right. Tad. <laughs> put them on speakerphone when you're talking to them and you're ordering food at a restaurant <laughs> oh gosh I thought I froze again that scared me for a did second you did for a second you did you're good no don't worry we'll make that the cover when we put it up on Instagram <laughs> <laughs> no, well, does, no. He, does he I was just gonna ask does he like feed into that or is he like going like this like trying not to be seen to get more at I mean if anybody's bringing me extra appetizers, I don't care who I am. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm all them. for it. You know, but maybe if somebody's coming up for like pictures or stuff like that, you know, that might be different. Um, I mean, I was young in the height of like when he was really like still playing. So I feel like I don't know how it was back then. I think my parents really did like value privacy in that time because it was kind of hard especially like playing for the Yankees. I think being in New York was like just a lot, but um, in terms of now, it's more dependent on like where we are. He's never one to like shy away from anyone. Like he's the most <laughs> friendly and like would sign anything or take a picture with anyone. Um, but like at home, like when we're in California, most people kind of like know that he just like lives there. So I don't really think it happens as much there, but actually here is like pretty people like are more I think excited to see him and people who have that like Michigan connection and I feel I like know. though the, the Michigan thing is a little more personal for people right like yeah that, like obviously he was a legend at Michigan as well but his true like fame didn't come until he was with the Yankees a little bit so when he comes back to Ann Arbor it's almost like a hometown type feeling I bet for him for sure. It definitely is. Has there been any like advice that maybe your dad has given you that you've given your sister some sort of like Michigan, you know, legacy advice? Um, there's this like, we have like kind of like a family like motto, I would say. Um, it's this idea of like, you have two choices and you can either be like a fountain or a drain in life. And um that's something that like my dad is always saying I mean he's just like one of those guys that always has like a gem of wisdom like at all points so I can't even come up with one specific thing but that's pretty important and that's been instilled in both of us from a pretty young age just like being really grateful for the opportunity to like play at such a cool school and um just acknowledging like how many people would like just die to be to ha like walk in your shoes and to like do the same thing that you got to do. So, you know, sometimes like if it's a grind or anything, just like take a step back and appreciate like really how lucky you are and know that it's going to fly by. So just like try to do as much as you can to work hard, be a good teammate and just like really play for Michigan because you're, it's just something you're always going to cherish. Dude, I love that. <laughs> I that was, love that. And I feel like knowing you personally, you really take that to heart and you've and you've done that with your life, which is really cool. Which is really cool. I love I love that you said that. That's pretty cool to me. Oh, thanks. That's sweet. That's like my seriously my life motto. Uh let's try to do our zero to ninety takes, guys. Does anybody want to go first? We got any volunteers? Gimme, gimme, gimme. All right, Jack. <laughs> I'm ready. All right, Jack. <laughs> the you're first zero, week I'm ready. You're zero to ninety. Starts now. All right, I was just on the radio with Michael Spath. Got to shout myself out there. Uh, we talked about Madden ratings for the current Michigan football players, and I think there's going to be multiple starters on offense and defense that will be up for some uh, postseason awards this coming year. Wow. Okay. okay. Multiple. 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 I'm excited. I'm excited. Yeah. That's not I, hot enough. Come on. I, that's pretty hot because I know there's defense, yes, but offense, that means that there somebody's having a, a breakout year. 
Yeah, hasn't been a lot of offense the last, I mean, five, ten years. You can't, you can't say there's been multiple guys for the last five, ten years. Michigan football. I want I think this habanero peppers, serrano peppers, jalapeno peppers. I want them all stirred up in a big gumbo. Milton's getting the Heisman. <laughs> Nico Collins is runner-up, and he's getting the Bolitnikoff Award. That's my 0-90. Uh, uh, there we go. There we go. All right. Perfect. Ro? That was hot. Follow that up. Your 0-90 to uh, 90 starts now. All right. So the Big Ten Conference uh, schedule is getting put out this week, and we are starting football September 5th, folks. That's not official, but it is official from Blue by 90. You heard it here first. Football <laughs> is back. We're going to start football. I don't care what's happening around the world. I mean, I do care. But football is going to happen September 5th. Let's go. Golf there clap. you go, dude. Ro. Ro got me hyped up. <laughs> Imagine when that, if that's like, if it actually happens that we get an announcement that we're going to be just screaming that. The entire podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh gosh. Lord. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry. All right. Um, <laughs> ready? <laughs> eh. I'm not hey. ready yet. <laughs> Come on. What do you No, mean? no, no. I'm not ready yet. Okay, I'm ready. I'm ready. All right, Kalen. You're zero to 90. It starts now. Okay, I read this article by Ryan Nanny from Banner Society, and he was just going off. He was going absolutely nuts. He said we should treat this season as an experimental season. So, like, if you're playing in the SEC, we should make a new rule. Coaches kick. Head coach does all the kicks. Nick Saban is on the field kicking field goals, right? Um, if you're, if you're get, you score safety... You're cut off. 11 You're done. points. You're done. You ruined it. You could have oh. gone really well, but you killed it with the frick and Nick Saban. <laughs> I did like that. I did like that one. I, I would it happens pay... so rarely. Why not? That's true. I, I also I would pay so much money to watch Coach O try to kick a field goal. Oh, my <laughs> he would, God. You would drill it, and you know it. Speaking of gumbo, Speaking I got to get a little bug. Get a little bit of that gumbo. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. <laughs> MLB, go Tigers. <laughs> All right, Maddie, I'm not sure right. if you're still March here or not. Watch this time. Okay, I'm just on audio, I think, but. That's okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yep, we can hear yep. a loud crack. Okay, Kelly, you guys. I hate to, like, not give a football take because. I feel like that just makes me sound like one of those girls because I actually am sporty. <laughs> um, but I don't really – I'm embarrassed that I don't know enough about football. So um, I'm going to give a different sort of take, if that's cool with you guys. And like I'm going to say that Washtenaw Dairy is better than Blank Slate Creamery. Wow. Talk about a hot take. <laughs> This is what I'm talking about. These are awesome takes. All right. Let's give a little reasoning there. I loved you before, but you're you're there now. Like, it has always (laughs) been. It has always been number one. I hate that people love Blank Slate more than Washington Dairy. Washington Dairy is the OG. I have Blank Slate came in five years ago, and Washington Dairy has been there since day one. It is the best. I've never been to Blank Slate. From this entire show that we've (laughs) we've ever had. That we've ever had. I've never been to Blank Slate because Washington Dairy is is the best. Uh, That that makes me so happy. I'm so glad. I didn't even know there was another choice. There isn't, honestly. It's awful. I've never had it, but it sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I can't hear what you're saying. What? Have you had blank slate before? Yeah. And and you so you you've tried both and you like Washington Dairy better. You know I appreciate. Oh. Cut out. Washington Dairy oh. is just like good vibes and it's just like where you want to be. Love it. Couldn't be happier right now. So like neighborhoody and like the ice cream is just good. 
we're all about the vibes here. <laughs> I'm trying to put the glasses on for that. <laughs> all right. Well, let's, end the show. What a way let's, to end the show. Yeah, let's wrap it up. Um, Maddie, yeah, do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that? Um, like a, no, a I TikTok? Just, oh, my God. I have a TikTok, but it's <laughs> private and no one can follow me. <laughs> but yeah, I love TikTok. I'm addicted to TikTok. Like, it's bad. Same. It's fine. Like, I'll be on for hours and hours. Like, I get the notification from the guy that's like, you need to turn the app off. <laughs> but um yeah I, I do have a tiktok but don't follow me um but thank you guys for having me on i've like actually had so much fun and um i hope that i was sporty enough to to keep up yes maddie you're very very of sporty course. and you're, and you're watching my <laughs> dairy take will make you a legend in the blue by 90 era. Legend. So yeah, we're very happy we had you on. <laughs> I wish I could see your face because it's kind of awkward. I'm just like <laughs> talking oh. to my computer. Oh, but, like uh, the biggest you smile you've ever seen. <laughs> Good. Go check out Washington Dairy. If you have not, go check out Blank Slate. If you have not, oh, compare don't check out <laughs> Compare and contrast. Send us an email to let us write. So thank you for listening to Blue by 90. You can find us at Blue by 90 on Instagram and Twitter at Blue by 90 podcast on YouTube. Uh, thank you for listening and uh, go blue. Go blue. Go Get blue. A waffle cone at Washington Dairy with Superman ice cream. There's nothing